Hi everyone, welcome to My Views on Politics. My name is Jared Reno. A little bit about myself, I grew up in California and went to college in Oregon. I used to be a Republican until 2020 uh, when I switched over to the Democratic Party uh, in order to vote for Pete Buttigieg in the primary. I did vote for Biden, uh, but in every election prior that I can vote in, I voted Republican. I started this podcast because I have a lot of opinions about what's going on in politics. I do consider myself a moderate, and so I just wanted to be able to share some moderate perspective of things. Hey, so this week I want to talk about climate change. And I know what you might be saying. You might be saying, Jared, climate change isn't real. Well, then you're a climate change denier. And really, you don't believe that life can evolve and change over time, which is a really ignorant approach to have. I mean, think about it. You are smarter today than you were 10 years ago. You've learned more. You've had more life experiences, and those experiences have affected your perspectives on things. That's a type of microevolution. So let's talk about global climate change. And if you really think about it, global climate change is the evolution of the Earth over time. Our Earth is four and a half billion years old. We've only been on this planet in terms of Homo sapiens or a derivative of us for 45,000 years. That is a snap in the scope of the entire Earth's life. And in terms of life overall, we've been on this planet or some form of life has been on this planet for about 3.7 billion years. And for the first, we'll call it 700 million years, our planet was just getting battered by asteroids consistently. And we're talking extinction level events on a consistent basis. So once those events stopped, the Earth, over the course of 100 million years, figured out how to allow life to live. And that life has been on this planet, again, for 3.7 billion years. Over that time, the world has gone through a significant number of changes, specifically when it comes to the climate. During the time of dinosaurs, you had very, very tropical climates, right? A lot of moisture in the air, a lot of humidity. And then eventually we got to a point where we had an ice age, right? Almost the entire world had covered itself in ice. We still have glaciers from that time frame today. And now we're at a point where the earth is warming up. So why does climate change matter to us as humans? Why are we trying to affect it? And that really comes down to the effects that we are having on that climate change. See, the Earth is going to go through its natural cycles. And there's points, parts of that cycle that we'll never be able to affect. But there are things that we can do to help accelerate what is happening on the current cycle. And we've seen that over the last 50 years, we've pumped significantly more 
uh, carbon into the air that has warmed up parts of the planet and that has created for extreme weather events. Hurricanes are much worse than they used to be. Tornadoes are worse than they used to be. Wildfires, drought, famine, all of that is much worse than it ever used to be. What we are doing, and really since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, is we are accelerating the Earth's evolution when it comes to its global climate change. We're speeding that process along. That's dangerous to us as humans. Because as humans, we require a very specific set of conditions in order to live. And if we go outside of those conditions, then we have to adapt in order to exist. For example, humans didn't used to live in Arizona, except for a few native tribes that lived in mountain ranges. Well, today, if you were in Phoenix and 120 degrees hits you, you're not doing that without air conditioning. Your food is not going to last. We have built a dam to allow water to be able to be sent down there because there's just not water to live in that area. Certain parts of the world were inhabitable. But we live everywhere now. And we can do that because we've evolved and we've adapted. The problem is, in order to evolve and adapt, we've had to pump carbon in the air. That's a part of our evolution. That's a part of our growth. We are going to get to a point where we run out of resources excuse me, to continue to be able to do that. And when that happens, that's when the effects of that climate change are going to hit us. You see, we will no longer be living in the type of world where we could have existed without air conditioning, without heaters, all these types of things to make things more comfortable for us. We will instead be living in a world where those are required. And if you don't have those or a way to power those, that becomes very dangerous for us. We are a fragile species. We like to think that we are the top of the food chain. We got there because of intelligence. But I tell you what, if you put me and a lion or a tiger out in the wilderness, my money's on the lion or the tiger. You put me and a lion or a tiger in the wilderness with a gun, the odds are a little bit better. But I'm still going to put the lion and the tiger there. Why? Because they still have their instincts. And as humans, we've fallen away from that that hunter and survivalist instinct because we're so comfortable. We don't think that anything can affect us. And that's just not true. Again, we have not been on this planet for a very long time. But in the last hundred years, we have done more damage to the planet than we did in the previous 45,000 years. Think about that. In a hundred years, we have done more, pumped more carbon into the air than we had as an entire species prior to that. So what happens in the next 20, 30, 40 years? How bad do things really get? Well, we know that the ice caps are going to melt. 
We know that water levels in the oceans are going to rise. We know that coastlines are going to disappear. We know that climate in those areas is going to drastically change. We know that water's warming equals more hurricanes, equals worse tropical storms. We know that to be true. We also know that there's going to be more drought, worse fires. We know that that will be true. Here's what we think. We think that we're going to end up with so much permafrost melt that we're going to release viruses and bacteria that have not seen humans. Imagine releasing a silent predator that has affected multiple species in the past, but your body has no exposure to. Oh, wait, we did that, actually. We did that with, with COVID-19. And look what's happened since. We've had massive casualties, millions of deaths, tens to hundreds of millions of people sick. Guys, climate change is real, and we really need to be paying attention to it. So what can we do? Well, one, do your best to cut back on your, on your carbon usage. Carpool if you can. Do your best not to um, buy things or burn things if you don't need to. Find companies that are focused on the environment and put your money towards them and allow them the opportunity to fix things. Be involved with Congress or local legislation. Do things to help protect the environment. You think that the Green New Deal is great? Awesome. Read through it. Make sure you fully understand it and agree with it. You don't think the good Green New Deal is a good thing? Great. Awesome. Read through it. Make sure you still don't agree with it. I think more often than not, we are just siding with our political party. We're not allowing ourselves to be educated. We're not allowing ourselves to evolve in the political scape. And because we are not doing that, we are going to do irreparable damage to our planet. Thanks for listening this week, guys. I know it's a little bit heavy, but it is really important. It is a true life and death situation that we need to get control over. Please leave comments. Hit me a message. Thanks for listening.